1559 probably presents the wrestling roundtables of Raw, the Bad, the Ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and what was just flat out horrendous. This is your favorite tag team partners, me, Sturdy Pro. It's Miller. Thank you, sir. Uh, I was just just got my coffee cough dropped off to me, you know. Uh, yeah, I do. You should be bringing that guy coffee. Uh, he came on my balls. Oh. It didn't happen the other way around, sir. Okay. Uh, but I do appreciate it though. <laughs> so, so, uh, but with that said, man, how was your week? My week, uh, it was pretty good, man. Some good quality wrestling. That it was. That it was. So I just um, want to say, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm fanned out on t- on Tony Khan. I'm gonna just let y'all f- for real know. Yo, for real. I'm fanned out. He gave me uh, Daniel Bri- Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki for free just because. He wanted to give it away and wanted to beat WWE. And if yeah. I benefit from that. And we'll get into that. Yeah. Because I, I Roman Reigns uh, made some comments. He made some comments that, that I had no zero problems with. I don't have a problem. Well, I, we'll talk about no, it. No, no. I have, and I'm going to explain why. I'll explain why too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Has zero problems with that. Um, uh, And what's his dad's name? For whatever oh. reason, <laughs> uh, Tony Khan's. Uh, 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 Shad Khan. Rashad yeah. Khan. Shad Khan. So I was right, because I wanted to call him Shad Khan, and everything just coming to my head, I kept saying Shad Moss. Like he was Bow Wow and shit. Like he was Bow Wow and shit. But, uh, but I knew his name was Shad, Shad Khan. Yeah, I Yeah, yeah. And, and I sat there, because I was watching the game today. Shahid. Shahid Khan. But I believe that he made But they call yeah. Shad, yeah. And it just... I was watching the game today, and I was like, man, this dude had the forward thinking of, let's play in London. He thought about that. He did that. And now it's a success. It's a thing, yeah. Yeah. But he did that. And, and it's cool because he, you kind of see the business mind of him and his son, mm-hmm. too, because he had the foresight to go, okay, like these London people... And I think the story goes that he, you know, because he had the football team, mm-hmm. he would see people with, you know, jerseys all the time. He's like, there's a lot of NFL jerseys out here. Like, what the hell? And so yeah. he was like, what if we get a game going? They already had the NFL Europe. So he's like, well, let's get a game over here or whatever. Yeah. And then the game turned into more, more. And then it was like, hmm. And then he bought a team. And he was like, I wonder. And they always talk about moving a team out there. And yeah. I don't know if they'll ever really do it. Um. And I think if there were plans to do that, it got set back by the pandemic and all that. 
Yeah, um, yeah. No, I think they definitely want to put a team out in London. Yeah. I think it's just the the difficulties of travel. Right. How do you want to do that and everything, you know? Because now I mean, it's I don't mind the morning games, games so. but then you know you're always going to have that situation. Yeah, but that's going to be a lot on... See, I think the biggest problem is going to be free agency attraction. Right. Because do I, I want to do these mor- morning games? Because I think London is one of uh, a beautiful city. Yeah. Is what most people would consider a beautiful city. I think so they find the way they do it, too. To yeah, so I don't think you'll have problems with attracting people to the city itself. But I think the problem would be the morning games and then flying out. Yeah. Because you still, they're not going to be fair. They're not, I mean, they're not going to be unfair and be like, oh, you know what? We'll give you a little bit more home, home games. Or, right, no. and, and on top of that, what division do they become a part of? They'd probably be like the... I think if it happens... North of the No, I think if it happens, though, we're going to see a, ter- a team in Toronto, too. Yeah. But you already got the bills. Buffalo people hate when you tell them that they're Toronto Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry if I have any Buffalo friends out there <laughs> listening. I'm just juggling with you. Yeah. <laughs> you got, hey, you guys got Griselda. And Rick James. Yeah, Griselda's from Buffalo, bro. Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm, I'm almost certain. And Rick James? Rick, I know Rick James is. I'm almost certain. What kind of drugs were they selling in Buffalo, though? Uh, Buffalo's rough, bro. I mean, Rick James. <laughs> yeah. Rick hey. James. Rick James, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I knew they were from Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. That's what's up. West Side Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they have that song, Buffalo Kids. Yeah. That's yeah. what's up. Fun fact, I just taught you, sir. Yeah, that was. Because I definitely did not know Rick James was from Buffalo. Almost positive. I would have just guessed he was from New York, but I mean. Bam! Buffalo, New York. Born February 1st, 1948. Did not know he had the same birthday as my brother, right? Yeah, my brother. Yeah, damn. And me. Yeah. He's an Aquarius. Okay. I don't know the things. The... Oh, yeah, he's an Aquarius. I'm pretty the sure. Age of Aquarius. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it explains a lot now, too. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway. I digress. Yeah. Uh, fun time. Yeah. But anyway, uh, do you movie? have a master watch for it? Oh, master watch for it first. Oh, switch it up on me. Um, no, I no, have... no. We always do master watch for it. Do we? Yes. Okay, cool. All right. My bad. I didn't know. The fuck. See, I thought it was news know. and rumors then no, Master no, Watch no, it's for. always yeah, been Master Watch crazy. Yeah. Mandela effect, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so my Master Watch for. I actually have two. Um, first off, Nick Gage versus John Moxley from um, Game Changer Wrestling's pay-per-view. Um, not this Saturday, but last Saturday. Um, e- even if you're not into deathmatch wrestling, I think you could appreciate the story no, in the match. Um, and it was... I don't want to say there were deathmatch... Spots there were, but it all made sense within it, everything from start to finish. And I was surprised that John Moxley won. I didn't expect that, so that mm-hmm. was pretty dope. Um, yeah, spoiler alert, I don't care. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you're talking about a match to watch for, so obviously you got to tell who won. And then obviously next up, I don't think anybody will disagree. Minoru Suzuki versus Brian Danielson. That shit was just amazing. We're not worthy, man, of some of this wrestling that's going on this was free yeah i would have paid like the the 40 bucks for the pay-per-view that this headline i swear mm-hmm. to god and they were like no we'll put it on youtube for free yeah. you don't even need cable you just need a phone mm-hmm. that's nuts 
and and it was it. I think as a hard, I, I hate labeling myself a hardcore fan. No, why? There's nothing wrong with being a hardcore fan. I, so, well, only I, I because think, people, I, I feel like when you say you're no, a hardcore fan, no, no, I feel no, like people think, do this thing where they make you seem like you just, you have this this, this disdain for WWE whatever. and all this. That's, that's their problem. Okay. Cool. Okay. He's, he's not having it. I will say, as a hardcore yeah. fan, seeing wrestling presented as wrestling yeah. like that for what it is was dope. No, you know, pyro, no crazy. Just two names we know, and we know that they're going to beat the shit out of each other for our entertainment. That's it. And we didn't need to do a week's worth of build. And I'm not knocking any match that does, but. To be able to show, like, hey, something me and you have talked about before. Mm-hmm. When we've been at our way shows, and like, hey, if they just put this shit on TV, people will be like, bro, what the, this is crazy. Yeah. And we said that for years and years. And so kind of talking about what you were talking about with she- uh, Shahid Khan. Mm-hmm. Tony Khan saw this and was like, if I put this dude, Tony, or uh, if I put the Young Bucks, and these yeah. guys on a, on a national, te- people are going to watch this shit. Yeah. At least half a million people give a shit. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be... I don't know how many people messaged me and were like, Bro, who is this Minoru Suzuki dude? And then I put them on and they were like, What the? He made MMA. I'm like, yeah, man. He's the dude who start, yeah. basically kicked us off. Like, he's a god. And he's still doing this? I was like, yeah, at a high level. Still beating people ass. Yeah. I mean, this motherfucker's old as shit. But He's yeah. 50 something, and yeah. I'm not fucking with him. Nope. I mean, and people gotta remember, too. Remember the first the uh, the uh first time when John Moxley was the US NWG, uh, JP, the fuck. The IWGP. IWGP. <laughs> yeah. IWGP uh, champion. I mean, remember he, he called him out. Yep. And saying that he duck, was ducking him and everything, and it was about time. Yeah. So, I mean, this was a match. Um,. That we got to see for free on television. And people got to see what on this YouTube. dude was about. Yeah. I mean, well, on YouTube. And people got to see what this shit was about. And I think the beauty of it is, is that AEW is foreseeing what the Forbidden Door is all about. And this is where WWE, not to say they never did it. Because they've done it with ECW. Right. And remember how we marked out the whole invasion and shit like that. I still like remember that. when Sabu jumped off the R and yeah. I was like, ah! Don't on the phone. Like, yeah, that, that shit was fucking crazy. Yeah. We couldn't believe that it happened, but that was the only time it really happened. Yeah. Outside of, I mean, I really don't count the whole WCW thing just because you bought them. You bought them, so it's not the point. same yeah. as working with somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess you can kind of Say ECW too at the same time. I mean, they they was on their way out the door. I mean, when it first popped off, though, before even barely legal, you got to give Vince McMahon props for being like, cool, I'll Mm -hmm. let these dudes kind of shine or whatever. And later on, we found out that they kind of worked together. But there's nothing wrong with that. No. Like, if if it came out, like, AEW helps out NWA. That's how it should be. And that's the spirit of it. And I think that's some of the things some people have with Vince McMahon is that that used to be the spirit he had where... USWA was a thing, and it, mm-hmm. you know, the NWA Tag Team Championships were defended once on Raw. Remember that mm-hmm. when the the new Heavenly Bodies had it, they had Dan Severn show up with the NWA Championship. It was a thing. So wrestling fans mattered at one point, and 
kind of to um, we can go into news and rumors, and we'll just talk about first what you were talking about with Roman Reigns comment or whatever. I don't know if that was in your Raw Bad and Ugly, though. Was it no, your, no, okay. It so, Raw, we'll just start off but with I that. But I figured we would talk about it, though. Yeah, we'll just start off I mean, with it's that. Important. I mean, I kind of did... I clumped that in with the counter-programming because, yeah. you know, I get what WWE was doing with putting... When you have your show basically ready to suffer because it's going to be on FS1, it just what is what yeah, it yeah. is, you boost it up. Mm-hmm. And they did the smart thing. Um, and because I don't think... I, I will honestly say I don't know that necessarily them adding the extra 30 minutes was to just kind of fuck with AEW. I don't really I don't think, think that, that was the point. I don't think that was. I think it was because they wanted to do a lot to be like, you got to watch this because they didn't want to lose momentum with the Ravens yeah, yeah. going into Crown Jewel. Yeah. But I don't I don't disagree with Tony being like, cool, y'all don't overlap me. I got some dope ass shit for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what it's all about. Yeah. And so that was dope. Um mm-hmm. And then to the back and forth. And I think they did it. Because I think AEW does a great job of really not trying to compete with them. Right. It's just, what they do is they compete for their, like, I would be watching that if AEW wasn't on. Mm -hmm. But because, or, you know, I'm not even going to lie. Because I'm into the Lesnar angle with with Roman Reigns and and him in the love triangle, as I call it. Yeah. Depending on what match was on AEW, I might have watched that instead or, like, switched back and forth. But as soon as he was like, yo, Manon Suzuki versus Brian Danielson, I was like, yeah, so I'm just going to go ahead and watch this then. Yeah. Because, and that was the audience I think Tony was competing for. His fans, quote unquote. The mm-hmm. hardcore fans, as one right. would say. And we were like, yeah, I'm going to watch this instead. Yeah. I, I figure I can catch up on that on YouTube later. Mm-hmm. Which we could. And it was good. Which we'll get to later. But what were you going to, as far as the trash talking back and forth for Roman's comments? I had zero problem with his comments. Because if you sit there and you read between the lines, Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you one that he said, right? He said, but I can only speak from my perspective. I'm one of those guys who will compete at anything. Like, I bet you I can eat the cookie faster. I want to be the best at anything that I choose to do. So when they ask him the question, Right. Is this competition? He later on says, oh, not really, but he's actually admitting that it is. Right. That, yes, this is competition. And he knows that. He got friends over there. I'm pretty sure he's still good with John Moxley. And you can't tell me that if he went away to do movies and something happened with him in WWE, and he was like, I want to get back into wrestling, and for some crazy reason, Vince was like, I ain't feeling it. You can't tell me that Tony would be like, nah, bruh. Yeah. yeah, the fuck right. He'd be like, hey, when do you start? Yeah. What? <laughs> I want the tribal chief over here. Right. And don't think that people wouldn't be like, hell yeah, over there. Because the right. dude could go. That's never yeah. been our issue. Um, and we're seeing that more so in, and I think. Opening it up to him. Because yeah. he's established his spot. Yeah. Not to try to be funny. Or coy tongue in cheek, but he mm-hmm. established his spot as the tribal chief. So now he gets to call those shots. And yeah. now that there's competition too, he's in an even better position. Now he could be like, yo, I don't think this is a good idea, Vince. And I don't think Vince I'm not trying to say Vince is just gonna let people run him. But yeah. no. there's that thing in the back of your so. head, like maybe I should kind of be play play ball a little bit because Anything yeah. can happen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, at the end of the day, what he did was, and this is where media folks 
gotta get. And this is the reason why I think I had no problem with what he said because I get it. You're not gonna answer something in a way where you kind of boost AEW ratings. You're like you said, you're admitting that you are in competition. So you're not going to sit there and do something that's going to boost that because you don't want that to happen. That's one. Two, you're a company guy. You got to sit there. Even answer. if you're not a company guy, it doesn't matter. This is the company that you work for. You cannot give them any, right. any type of fucking bulletin board material, whatever it's you want to exactly call it. exactly what we, yeah. we were talking about in football. We're like, don't give them anything. No. To you don't breathe off of. Yeah, what? you don't do that. And I think his, I think his shots at CM Punk, I don't feel a type of way about. Even though I'm always be a CM Punk dude, love CM Punk overall. Mm-hmm. CM Punk threw shots at him before, so you know it goes hand in hand. I think they kind of squashed that at one point, but they do this. It is what it is. And, and I think what it is is that this is one of those things. Once again, his shots at CM Punk is because. Look what happens every time CM Punk comes out. Period. It is the only yeah, (laughs) and the only thing that tops that is when Jericho comes out. It's the only thing. Mm -hmm. It's Jericho, CM Punk. Matter of fact, Jericho and CM Punk might be one and one eight. Yeah, and then Daniel Bryan. Man, did you hear that pop for Adam Page though when he came back? Yeah, yeah. Adam Page, Adam Cole. I mean, they, it, it, Kenny Omega. They all get these pops. When I'm talking about, yeah, yeah, but, that, that but when I'm talking clear, about like, taking over the crowd, though. Yeah, yeah. When it's taking over, the, when it's taking over. I mean, when Jericho, the music. Everybody sings to the everybody. point where even when he's a heel, you still sing it, and then you just blow yeah. the promo. What are you gonna do? <laughs> right. And and I think Roman Reigns is smart enough to get that. Yeah. But I think, like you said, company answer. I think, you know, he can say, he, I, he's warranted to say what he says about CM Punk, what, you know, fact or fiction, whatever. And then also, um, I think he had some validity to what he said. Is it, now, it's yeah, not my style to so talk too. shit. I don't like to do the whole back and forth with people. I'm like, I'd be the dude who kind of like, we'll just prove it in the ring and you see our show's better. Yeah. You guys. But I get it when people are that way. Like you said, he's a competitive dude, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I think he, he had made a valid point. Like, WWE is going for the casual fan, mm-hmm. right? And AEW has hardcore fans. And I think, I think that's, uh, that's point, the thing that he's really making a mistake on. And that's this. No, AEW is going after the casual fan. To show them, right. That's what they're doing. But I think See, that's but, what he's really making a mistake at. If he truly believes that, but that's, and I don't that's think he exactly does. Exactly, was going to be my point. I don't think he believes that. I think he's making a statement. It's a factual statement. WWE. He didn't say him. He didn't say this is what I. He mm-hmm. said WWE is yeah. geared towards the casual fan. Mm-hmm. That's it. We have a different. What's he didn't say? Hardcore fans are stupid. He said this is a different fan uh-huh. now. Could casual fans flock over and go, wow, this, this what these guys like is dope. But what yeah. he's saying is, that's just not what WWE does. Yeah. Not that it sucks. Not that they can't change. Just, that's not what we do. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they, that's what, that's not what they do right now. Right. But AEW is trying to go after a casual fan. Oh, yeah. 
with the the kind of product with but what they did was let's establish the hardcore fans because you're a wrestling company trying to start off yeah you're not gonna try to immediately go after casual fans that'd be dumb that'd be shooting yourself in the foot literally Mm -hmm. that's what they would have been doing and they wasn't doing that no you're going after the hardcore fans who wanted something different who wanted an anti wwe so to speak and then build on that. And that's what they're doing. And I think the casual fan that, that AEW goes after is a little bit different because it's a different time. The casual fan that they go after is like the clickbait fan who's like on you know YouTube and they catch up that way. I'm like, man, this shit is crazy. This shit is amazing. You know I can't believe I've they seen? did that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've gone to places and I wear my AEW sh- jacket yeah. loud and proud. And I have people be like, man, that AEW stuff is dope, man. It's crazy. It's better than WWE. And these are people I know, like, don't really watch wrestling, but they're flipping through channels. And yep. They're like, yo, I just saw this dude do, like, a 360 off mm-hmm. the top rope to the outside. What the fuck is this? Like, yeah. or people ask me, like, yo, my son and that, watching And that this. legit happens, too, because yeah. I remember I wore my CM Punk shirt one day. And, man, this dude was just, like, randomly, oh, man, that's a, that's a dope-ass shirt. You know what I mean? And it's because he knew who CM Punk was when he was in WWE. And then, like, now... And, and that's the thing. Yeah. When we sit here, we're talking about the casual fan. You got to remember. They attach to wrestlers. Right. So, and so they Punk's seen. And he's like, well, I don't give a fuck about AEW. I yeah, see Punk. CM Punk is there. That's what I'm I don't give a fuck about Daniel I, Bryan, but Daniel Bryan's there. And then or you get Chris there and Jericho. Like, these other. This Daniel Garcia, dude. Who's these young bucks? Kenny yeah. O'Mey. Like, wow. Will Hobbs. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's. Taz, I remember him. I remember the hardcore days. Is that Sting? Who's this dude? He's with Darby Allen. This guy, Darby Allen, is pretty cool. He's with Sting, though. Like, duh. And that's how you use people. The art of a manager is just... Like, and and even with Jake Roberts, I don't think he gets enough credit for how much he established Lance Archer's character. Now, he's been sick, so he hasn't been able to be on TV as much recently Mm -hmm. with the pandemic and everything, but... Before that, remember all the video stuff they were doing? And you were like, man, because Lance Archer, he's not he's not horrible on the mic, but having somebody like Jake yeah, yeah. Roberts be the mouthpiece, you were like, yo, this dude's dangerous. <laughs> like, this guy's going to kill your ass. Yeah. I mean, I think that what they did was just get back to wrestling. And I think there's another... Say that again, yeah. Doc. If this was Noriega, we'd just be yeah, taking yeah. a drink right now. Right. Well, I am taking a drink. Yeah. Go ahead. Take that drink. I like what Appreciate you just said. What they did was got back to wrestling. Yeah. Tony was like, yo, this is a wrestling company. And mm-hmm. Brian Danielson said that. He said, yeah. the difference between WWE and AEW is AEW is a wrestling first, then entertaining you company. And the pandemic is the worst thing that happened to WWE, and I'm going to tell mm. you why. Hmm. Because they had to release all these wrestlers. Mm. And I'm going to tell you another thing. If you... Look at Malachi Black's entrance versus anybody else's in W in, in AEW. His is WWE esque. Yeah. Is that you it's like a movie? Yeah. There's thought into the entrance because that also tells the character, and you can tell that's what he learned from Triple H. Yep. Man, Man. Your, your entrance. Dude, your entrance. <laughs> from the time you... And I remember him saying that on... Uh, was it Tough Enough or whatever? From the time you walk through that curtain, mm-hmm. it's your job to 
Pull the people in. Pull them in. Yep. Right there. It, 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 you got these Triple H disciples who learned and they bring that yeah. stuff. And Tony's receptive. He's not mm-hmm. that type of dude who's like, keep that shit over there. He's like, what? That's a good ass idea. And they got to realize they're going to, whatever is positive that they get from you guys, they're going to steal that. It's supposed to be that way. And I'm sure Tony knows that when, if people leave AEW and go to WWE, which it'll happen. I can see Brian Cage being yeah. one of those. He's going to be like, yo, we kind of did this over there. Kind of. WWE's in a position where they gotta start listening to but people, but that's what is, makes it better. Yeah. The problem is if somebody will listen. Yeah, but, the problem you know, is, is if WWE is gonna be receptive of that. Right. And the problem is is that you got AEW right now. I haven't heard a wrestler have a problem with them yet. And it seems like it's because not, not only are they able to have a certain level of freedom, but they are listening. Right. It's I think that's what it is. I think head. Brian Cage kind of voiced that he wished he was used better. But I think everybody wants to be at the top of the car here, there. And then they did things to work with. Like, you could tell, like, okay, you know, obviously something was said to him, like, they talked. And it wasn't something where we read in the dirt sheets that it was a knockout, drag out. It was like a, hey, what's going on? And, you know, figure it out. And he's, you know. And it's not your mix, time yet. And it's not your time yet. And I'm sure that they, there's going to be those riffs and stuff. But I think it's true to what yeah, Tony said. Yeah, think about it. People are already bringing up, like, man, you haven't even had a, a, a black champion yet or somebody else. Yeah, which is so crazy. Cause it's yeah, like, and it's like, started. yeah. Jesus Christ. But people are already looking at it as, you're supposed to be different. Let's be different. Yeah. So. But you got to get people there, too. And that's the only argument yeah, yeah. I always make. When people are like, I'm like, well, then who? Who's ready to be the age? It just doesn't. It's not. Like, will Hobbs will be there one day? The yeah. thing is, he's putting those people... Even Dante. Dante's going to be in the mix one day. But the one thing is... And it's the one thing I was questioning about him right now. I watched that match. But I still don't know who Dante the character is. But I think we're going to get there with the Leo Rush stuff. Yeah. I know who Dante is. It's the wrestler. But, but Dante, Dante the character. We'll get there. Yeah. I think a lot will happen when his brother comes back. But uh, real quick, I'll do the Lucha Rumor. Mm-hmm. Um, Tama he won clean over Okada. In the G1. Oh, shit. Clean. Yeah. So, I think... I don't think he's going to win. Obviously, he's behind in points or whatever. So, I don't think he's going to win. But I think this is shedding light on that they're going to do something singles-wise. I hope it's with Jay White with this whole riff with the Bullet Club. Yeah, yeah. Because we invited you in. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that (laughs) was... I was like, damn. Um, uh, Buddy Murphy, or Buddy Matthews now, he's officially going to start with New Japan on November 13th. Okay. So that's going to be dope. Nick Gage versus Minoru Suzuki is set for November 9th, I think it is. Now that match going to be fucking nuts. Violent. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, it's not going to be able to use any kind of, I don't know. If I see Minoru Suzuki use a light tube, bro, I might lose my shit. I'm just telling you right now. I, yeah. Um, and then, last but not least, Briscoe Brothers showed up um, at the GCW show and challenged the second gear crew, Matthew Justice, and um, Mance Warner for the uh, GCW Tag Team Championship. So, Briscoe Brothers showing up in Game Changer Wrestling now. Yeah. Thunder Rosa was there. Yeah. John Moxley was there. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of people show up. Leo Rush wrestled on the show. Surprise. Yeah, man. That was a shocker for yeah, everybody. Yeah, it was like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, yeah. But that's what Game Changer is crazy. It really does have that ECW vibe. Mm-hmm. It really does. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's my news um, and rumors. That's it? Yeah. For real? 
mean, I mean, but Jonathan Gresson announcing that he's like done with all that other shit. He's going right for the WWE. Oh yeah, he's going right for the Yeah, but I think we all knew this. Yeah, it's yeah. He's he's gonna be the champion, bro. This motherfucker's a beast. Man, he's just. In I've never seen somebody make I don't wrestling look so violent. Yeah. I don't know how long ROH is going to be able to hold on to somebody like him. Yeah. They may be able to hold on to Jay Lethal because Jay Lethal, I think, is comfortable. He likes what he's doing. He likes what he's doing and everything. I just don't know how long they're going to be able to hold on to Jonathan Gresson. Yeah. That's going to be hard for them to do. Yeah, it is. Because, I mean, this dude is a... And he's a pure wrestler, man. I mean, it's going to be hard. He's going to come over with that fucking... Octopus, octopus mask. I don't know what you call that mm-hmm. mask. That mask, and, and people are just going to mark the fuck out. People are going to know who he is. And that's somebody who literally came from the mud and worked his way up. Right. Because we always knew he was good. Mm-hmm. But damn. I don't think anybody thought that he was this great. This great. Shit. I mean, he's... He might be top 20 right now. Top 20 wrestlers in the world. In the world. Period. Agreed. Um, he may be in top 15. I only, I don't want to say top 10 yet until I actually write down a list. <laughs> and shit. But he's he's definitely top 20. Wrestler, best wrestlers in the world. Um, but anyway. You're raw, sir. Matter of fact, can I start it off? Yeah, go ahead. No, nah, no, nah, you start it off. Because my, right. my raw is going to lead into my bad, actually. Okay, go ahead. So, that's the reason why I say you start it off. Oh, me going. Because my, okay. my raw is going to actually lead to my bad. Gotcha. Okay, so my raw is going to be the closing segment um, on SmackDown with Lesnar and Roman Reigns. I thought it was very sports-esque. Mm-hmm. And I like the little wrinkle of Lesnar playing mind games. Yep. I like Lesnar's personality. Less is more, not to... Sound funny with his name, mm-hmm. but less is more in this situation because it's a Ryan, we're so Ryan used Leslie to, album. huh? It's a Ryan Leslie album. If people don't know who he is, Google it. <laughs> when it is really, um, because we're so used to Paul Heyman being his mouthpiece, him saying less and and mm-hmm. kind of just being that intimidating figure was cool. And, and to see and the rift planting, planting seeds. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Seeing the rift that was created by him just planting seeds. Dope. Mm-hmm. And I it made me care. Like, okay, I don't care much about Crown Jewel, but I, I want to know what's going to happen in this match. Yeah. I'm confident Heyman's going to turn on him and pretty much make it known that he's rolling with Roman Reigns. But. Right. Yeah, I like yeah. This. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that that's where you went to oh. for your Raw. And I'm going to tell you why. Why? My Raw, easily. Of the week. And I'm telling you, it was some good matches. On this week. But Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks. The only reason this wasn't a five-star match. It was a four-star. Guarantee you. Go back and watch it if you don't fucking believe me. But the only reason why. And I'm going to start this off first. Why it wasn't a five-star match. One. The number one reason. Because it wasn't really a built-up feud. Mm-hmm. We know they're going to have a match at Crown, Ru- uh, at Crown Jewel. But it wasn't a 
few that built up that we finally oh this is the culmination of them having a match right right right, right. that didn't happen on a minor lesson oh uh, the a restart in the match when neither one of them could get that three that three count that pin it wasn't a restart where they just went at it. Mm-hmm. Where they just started throwing blows. And then it went back into a wrestling match. That didn't happen. And then it wasn't a decisive winner. Those were the three things that it was missing. Which kept it from being a five-star match. Seriously. But this match was fucking good. And this is one of those things... When I'm just like, man, WWE might as well throw a lifetime contract at Big Time Bex. Because this chick is Big Times. This woman literally just had a baby. Not too long ago. It came in wrestling her ass though. Come back. And two months later. Maybe a little less than two months. But around two months later. She's putting on a match like that with Sasha Banks. That's fucking nuts. And I don't even think that people even grasp how crazy that really is. She had a baby. No, it's not even just that she had a baby, but being out of wrestling for that long. Yeah. And it's still able to... Man, and come back and you put on literally a five-star-esque match, which I'm going to give it four stars because, like I said, it was missing some nuances that obviously makes it a five-star. Anytime you talk about a five-star match, there's a few that was built up, that culminated. There was a restart in a match or something to that effect, and there was a decisive winner. Mm. And if it wasn't a decisive winner, that means you put on some such a great match that when you end in a draw, I lie, Kenny Omega, Okada. But that was because you had built up something so crazy mm-hmm. that when this happened, you just like, oh shit, I'm 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 left wanting more. And you knew damn well you was gonna get more. That was a part two to this, right. a part three to this, a part four to this. Like they created a movie. Which, this actually, if Becky wasn't going to Raw, WWE is actually missing the boat. Because they actually could have created a movie for us to watch that we would have never got tired of until it came to an end. Well, we would have got tired of you if you gave us five or six, seven, eight, ten matches and shit like that. Yeah, we would have got tired of that. But but they definitely could have created a they could have definitely had a trilogy that people would have been invested in. invested in and watched. But this leads to my back, and that is the King of the Ring and the Queen. What what are they calling it? Queen's crown. Queen's crown. Uh, the Queen's crown. Here we go. We got a, just a regular match. Between Sasha and Becky. Nothing's on the line. And this is the type of match that we get. 
And we haven't gotten this type of match at all on both the men's side and the women's side. And why? The whole point of King of the Ring or Queen's Crown, to me, and maybe this is my warped, fucked up definition of what this is supposed to mean. But when I look at King of the Ring or when I sit there and say Queen's Crown, I'm thinking of ROH Pure Wrestling Championship. I'm looking at when the excellence of execution, Bret the Hitman Hart, is winning it. I'm looking at when Stone Cold is winning it. That's what I'm looking at. We're talking about some of the best wrestlers putting on some of the best wrestling matches. And it's actually meaning something. And... I just don't feel like the King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown is putting on like it really should. And I think one of the things that is actually missing is that it's missing an actual pay-per-view. Remember how excited we used to get about the King of the Ring? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, because you knew that person was next up. And I think that's another issue, too. I, that, I, it's actually in my uh, my raw bad enough. I won't give it away yet. Yeah, I think that's another issue, too. Is like, is this the person that's next up? Because if Finn Balor ended up winning, is he next up again? If Xavier Woods win, because he beat... I forgot who he's supposed to go against. But... I think Xavier is gonna is gonna win. Is he next up? Are they gonna start pushing him? Is he gonna be the next U.S. champion? No, no, Intercontinental champion. Because I forgot they he they're on SmackDown now. Is he gonna be that guy to have his singles run too? Because that dude can flat out wrestle, and he has mic skills, and he has a fan base. That will get behind him. Is he going to be that dude then? I have these questions. and But yet. WWE has not established anything. I mean you just look at the Carmella. And, and Zelina Vega match. And I'm just like. Oh, really this is how it ends. And this is in a roll up. Like there is no real significance. To what the damn tournament is about. And the tournament ain't big enough. I mean, it's always been eight people. Yeah, but they need to make it bigger with the roster that they have. I mean, not to have an Oscar on that. Not to have a a Nia Jax on that. They're just fucking crazy, yo. Hey, for real. To have a Dana Brooke on there and just like, why? That's true. And I'm not saying I'm anti-Dana Brooke. I'm just saying if the tournament was expanded, I wouldn't have a problem with Dana Brooke being on there. But with it being so small, I need an Oscar on there. I need a Nia Jax on there. And granted, they may need a break. Maybe that's the reason why. Maybe it's the injuries. I haven't really kept up to see what's really going on in their personal lives. But maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, uh, what was your bad, sir? Uh, my bad is... Um, I- 
I only made it my bad because it doesn't really annoy me because I do kind of like the angle. But I was thinking yesterday when I was watching Rampage, I don't know if the end goal, like Chris Jericho said, is to elevate Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I don't, I don't know that they necessarily need Dan Lam- Lambert and American Top Team with them. I don't, like, I feel like that's just extra people for the sake of extra people. Because I'm watching it, and I'm like, Dan Lambert's dope on the mic, and, like, I wish he, he would have saved, yeah, yeah he, he does his job. He's he, fucking hilarious. He's fuck off, and he says all the right things, and we get it. He's a villain, mm-hmm. and it works, right? Yeah. But that would work so well if, like, if Masvidal was really thinking about becoming a wrestler, and, he, and Lambert was his mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and maybe that's the end game that they're going to. But I feel like he's such a focal point in everything, and he's so good at what he does that it kind of takes away from Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky because they're very good. I mean, remember, the few that Ethan Page had with Darby Allen was dope. And Ethan Page yeah. established himself when he, you know, coming to AEW, like, yo, this dude is better than I thought he was. Like, yeah, this mm-hmm. dude for real. Yeah. Um, so that was my only, it's not a gripe, it's just one of those things where I'm going, hmm. And it, I, I don't know that it's bad, it's just one of those things where maybe they don't all need to be together. You get maybe it. men of the year could go against Inner Circle and yeah. without Dan Lambert being there. And Dan Lambert could still be part of AEW and do his own angle somewhere with somebody, because I like him, I do. But it's like... You got to give all this time to Dan Lambert and then Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page get a few minutes. And I get it, but it's like, ah. You're getting to my ugly. I just haven't been invested in this. In that and angle? I thought, yeah. And and I think that's, I've been wanting to love it. Because, you know, I, yo, listen. You mean No. It's just that AEW been putting on such a great product that you don't want to sit there and look at something. And be like, man, I don't like this, this shit just really ain't working. And this is one of those things where when I see it on TV, I listen to Dan Lambert cut his promo. It's always great. I listen to Jericho cut his promo. It's always great. But then when I have to watch this in the ring, I'm just not invested. I'm not invested at all. And I'm not even, and that's the crazy part. I believe that they both really cutting great promos. Yeah, I got you. And it's like, but it's something about it that just tells me, no, you can't really get invested in this. I just can't. And for whatever reason, it's throwing me off. And maybe it's because, I don't know, man. I kind of have my thing where I think Jack Hager maybe turn in on the inner circle it makes the most sense to join a he's an mma guy joining a bunch of mma guys but other than that maybe not this is that's the only beauty about aew is that if this was wwe that w- that's what's gonna happen yeah i don't right? think that's gonna happen <laughs> you know what i mean but in aew you actually don't know what i do think is gonna happen is scorpio sky is gonna end up with the tnt championship somehow I think that's the end game for the the whole feud. And I'm all for Scorpio oh, yeah, Scott, yeah. Sammy Guevara match. That yeah. shouldn't be fucking bananas. Yeah, yeah. I'm for that. 
But um, Ethan Ethan Page, he have his time. Yeah, yeah. Ethan Page is like again one of those building blocks, one of those guys in there. I, he's on, he's gonna be on TV because he's entertaining as shit. Yeah, and he is. When he wrestles, he's really good. Like he's good, said, but he's uh, he's just missing something. Yeah, I think it's gonna be that defining match. He's gotta have that mm-hmm. match. And like you said, his time is going to come where he's going to have that singles match where you're like, oh, shit. I think yeah. Darby was the building block. Mm-hmm. But we knew Darby had to win that because yeah. Darby's the mega dude, the star. Mm-hmm. And this, But that established Ethan Page where we were like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Not bad. Threw this dude down the fucking stairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> he took that bump, too. Shout out to Darby Allen, mm-hmm. man. He was like, no, nah, throw me down the fucking stairs. Let's do it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm really going to fall down these stairs. I mean, I, I think it was kind of crazy that they had Scorpio Sky get away from SoCal anyway. I mean, I thought that was... I, I think mean, that it was, was because Christopher Daniels was slowing down on the wrestling stuff, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those things yeah, where yeah. they were like, well, we got it. Can't lose Scorpio Sky. Yeah. And then Frankie's not slowing down from it, but right. it was just a different direction. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind it. No. I, I thought he'd be on a singles run, though. Yeah. Like well, a, That's what I'm saying. Without a man... I don't mind him having a manager. Again, I'm saying, I get it, because Dan Lambert... If Dan Lambert wasn't but as he good doesn't as he need is, one. but Scorpio Sky don't need one. Yeah. But I but he also gets time on the Ethan Page doesn't need one. Right. But they also get time. So it's not like WWE where they don't get time to talk and you're like, why are they doing this? But it just makes the segments longer. And yeah. it's like split these guys up. It's almost not necessary. But, but top team actually needs one. Yes, right. American they, top team's yeah. gonna need one. And that's where he makes sense. Yeah. Masvidal may or may not need one. If he if he really wants to wrestle like he says he does, and I think he'd be good. I was surprised that the, um, I was surprised. Dos Santos. Yeah. I, he did better than I thought he would. I was surprised that AEW hasn't made a run at him yet. If they have, they kept it really hush hush. But I was surprised that they haven't because of that one showing in WWE. I mean that dude, that dude can wrestle. Well, right, right. We know he can wrestle. I just, you know what I'm saying, like, I think it's going to take time, and if he's serious about it, it's like Tom Lawler. Mm-hmm. Tom Lawler wanted to wrestle, he was hanging around with Bobby Fish and them, and remember, he would mm-hmm. come out with them in ROH a lot, yeah. with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly when they were going against the Young Bucks, mm-hmm. and then he started wrestling and training, and now he's signed to uh, New Japan, fucking dope, he's the New Japan Strong Champion, yeah. so if Dos Santos gets serious and really wants to do it and takes the time... Yeah, I think he'd be fired. It's just a matter of taking the time to do it and wanting to do it and be serious about it. No, no, it's not. It's not Dos Santos that I'm thinking of. Who, Who is he? Because Dos Santos didn't wrestle in WWE. You thinking of Kane Velasquez? Yeah, Kane Velasquez. He's gonna be wrestling in AAA. Again. Yeah, yeah, he is. That's who I'm surprised AEW. Has not gone after. I'm surprised, and like I said earlier, I don't know if he's not interested. Okay, because it takes away from. I I think the schedule is what the problem was, and he likes when he does AAA. He gets to do every once. He's doing planches and all kinds of crazy lucha shit, and I was like, wow. Yeah, but I mean, I think that's the beauty of AEW, is the scheduling. Oh yeah, I, I I could see them doing it, but I think for right now it doesn't. Because if I'm not mistaken, I think he is gonna do Bellator. I may be wrong. Either Bellator or one. What, what is the one promotion? One fighting. He may be one of those. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's more into that right now. He should give it up. You you're up there now. You I mean listen, 
The checks though are good still, bro. No, they're not. Not in those. Not in those. That's why. Why do you think Hager's still doing what he's doing? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, they decent. If you win, they are, and if you're good, they are. Bellator's still a decent promotion. No, no, man. I'm not saying. Hold on. Don't you get me wrong. You can make good money. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's equal. I'm not saying that you can't make good money. things of Boy, that Well, I'm talking about is it, like it, it, MMA. I mean, I think that's one of the biggest issues with MMA is that, and watch, and what's going to happen is, what's going to happen in MMA is what's already happening in, in boxing. And that's what's going to happen to MMA if they don't start doling out the money. Because these people... And this well, is just uh, hold on. This is just me going off shoot because I mean I'm gonna get back to the wrestling. I know, but you're saying MMA. I think <laughs> you need to focus on UFC. Don't say MMA. Just UFC. That's the money problem. Bellator hasn't had any problems. People aren't complaining about Bellator paying people. They, no, no, it's no. UFC I don't see where people are like, what the hell? Why are you making all? I this? mean, but at the end of the day, that's because it's Bellator. It's not on UFC's level. Right. It's just like WWE. I mean, I mean, you're one of the the biggest fucking wrestling companies out there. So obviously you need to pay top dollar for your for the people that you have. Um so you, you're right. It's not MMA, but UFC. I think one of the biggest issues is that pay. When Conor McGregor can go without any fucking boxing background and just say, I wanna fight you, Floyd. And people wanna see this. Because this is the one thing that those fighters who they want to sit there and be so successful in UFC, but they're going to have to start realizing is this. You're the name. And it's the same thing. that This is the one thing that as much as people want to get mad about basketball is this. These are players that realize that we're actually bigger than the fucking team. Because guess what? There is no NBA without a LeBron James, without a KD, without a James Harden, without an Anthony Davis, without a Kyrie, not Kyrie, but uh, Kawhi, because Kyrie is just crazy right now. But, <laughs> yo, um, and I ain't saying that because I'm a, Provax or whatever. I'm just saying, like, this dude, and I have a history of always saying this, that this motherfucker is off. He's been off. And I have never liked this guy. And I'm not a KD fan either. I just have not liked these dudes. And because I, I don't like sensitive people where shit can get under their skin. I'm never going to deny their basketball talent. But these are some sensitive dudes, and I just can't vibe with that at all. Which is why I don't want Ben Simmons on my team anymore. I hate a sensitive motherfucker, yo. But anyway, when these motherfuckers start realizing, that's the one thing Mayweather realized. Which is why De La Hoya was a bitch. Because he sat there and got mad at this dude for doing what he was doing. Creating his own promotion. Being his own promoter. Which is why I've always been on the side of when people sat there and said that Mayweather was Ducky Pacquiao. No, he wasn't ducking Pacquiao. Why do I have to give somebody 50-50 split 
and I'm the fucking promoter too. That's what that is. I shouldn't have to give you 50-50 when I'm the fighter and the fucking promoter. I ain't give you 50-50. You fucking nuts. And that's business decisions. But that was Mayweather also understanding that he's bigger than the sport of boxing. People may hate that. People may not want that. They want to ride with the tradition. Oh, no, you're not bigger than this. Yes, the fuck I am. Because guess what? Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, they're bigger than the sport of football. As much as these motherfuckers want to sit there and try to tell you, no, they're not, yes, they are. Because that's who we plan to see. When I turn on my TV, guess what? It's not to watch some fucking scrubs. If you trash, I'm not tuning in. But when I want to see the greatest of all time, you best believe my motherfucking TV is tuned in and I'm watching that person. You best believe that when Lamar Jackson is on TV, I'm watching that motherfucker. So, you best believe when CM Punk is on TV or he's going to make a debut, I'm fucking there like I was. When the Tribal Chief is coming on Friday Night Smackdown, guess what? I'm watching it. Because there's certain people that you just there to watch. Which is why WWE try to book the way they book. Because all they care about is bringing in the casual fan. Even they even know it. Because that's why they sit there and put a Goldberg out there. Even though he's trash as fuck. Because they know the casual fan that used to watch him back in WCW. That seen him in his WC, uh, WWE uh, run. Still have that nostalgic feeling that, oh shit, he's going to be there off in the watch. Whereas us hardcore fans are just like, no, this motherfucker's trash, and I don't want to see this motherfucker no more. Just like Undertaker. He was a draw. That's why he was there every WrestleMania. Until he really couldn't do it anymore. And we couldn't do it anymore. I would say that about Vince McMahon. He understands that certain people are a draw. Brock Lesnar is a draw. Ronda Rousey is a draw. And you'd rather not, if the hardcore fans want to see them with the fucking title on them, doesn't fucking matter to him. Because at the end of the day, when I can bring the casual fan in there, the same shit that Roman Reigns is sitting there talking about, is the same shit that he got to eat when they sit there and they want to put a fucking title on somebody like The Rock if he comes back. You got to eat that shit. You got to eat those words. Because you got to understand that The Rock is bigger than WWE. And that's why WWE is doing what they're doing. I'm off on my tangent. My bad. I went probably about a good five minutes <laughs> on that shit, yo. But go ahead, bro. No, I'm just going to say my, uh, my ugly is just the booking for the Queen's Crown. I think it was a chance to kind of establish... Um, women talent and they didn't do it they're just doing like two and three minute matches and even if you have the finals be a really good match you kind of undermining the whole thing and it's just i, I don't get it 
I was excited for it, and then they just kind of ruined it with the shitty matches and shitty booking. You, yeah, you pretty much hot tagged off me. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, because that's... Listen, that's the reason why I feel like the King of the Ring and the Queen's Crown is just trash. Because you... We get a match like what Becky Lynch and, and, and Sasha Banks put on, and this is what y'all been giving us. You just added a whole half hour onto a show. And you you actually didn't have to give us a match that you put on like you did with Sasha Banks and, and Becky Lynch, and you could have invested that in the Queen's Crown. Yeah. Yep. And getting those women over. Getting them over. So guess what? When people tune in 10 years from now and they just sit there and say, damn, I remember who Zelina Vega was. Let me watch her. And that's where they messed up at. Sometimes you got to put on the other talent in order to get there. Um, one more thing, man. I want to just talk about real quick um, because honestly, this was going to be my raw until I saw that match with uh, Sasha and, and, um, and Becky. Man, listen. Nate Martin is a fucking beast. And the story that was told in that match with Malachi Black and Dante Martin, with Malachi stopping him from being able to do all his high flying moves, attacking his legs, and Dante Martin still able to get some of that shit off and 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 put on that type of show. And then they put on that type of fucking match. Where he can do his high flying, but then Malachi Black just puts a stop to it. Mm-hmm. And then Leo Rush coaching on the sideline. And then it, that promo, even at the end, yo, now this motherfucker need to listen to me. He wasn't listening. He lost that because of his own doing. The nod that. One thing that WWE would never do is allow a heel to give a baby face a nod, a respect. Like, you know what? You that motherfucker. Like, you you actually pretty good. WWE would never allow something like that. And yet, they did it in AEW. And that's how you start to put people over. So now, when somebody like Malachi Black is giving Dante Martin a fucking nod and saying, yo, you gotta remember when this motherfucker came in, he took out Cody, the face of AEW. Like, this is the things that he's been coming in and doing. So when he go against somebody like Dante Martin, and you showing him some respect. That's how you start to build up your other talent. Take notes. WWE. I just want to throw that out there. Anyway. You got the crown jewel? Yes, I Line do. Line up up. All right. First up, Mansoor going against Mustafa Ali. Um, I think Mansoor is going to win because he's home. Yeah. And it's the good vibe story. He should win anyway. Mm-hmm. They kind of invested in the storyline. I don't care about the storyline, but they invested some time into it. We're trying to do something. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could give them props for that. 
Yeah, yeah. All right. Next. Oh, wait, wait. Who you got? Mansoor, you good? I got Mansoor, yeah. It's right. just, yeah. You're like, I don't give a fuck about this. No, I, I really don't. But <laughs> but I, I do think that Mansoor is going to win. Yeah, I thought about it after the, the whole, sense. like, if they were in the States, I would say that. Um, yeah. If they was in Chicago. But, right. Yeah, yeah. All right, next up, Hell in a Cell match. Edge going against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. I, I'm going to say Seth Rollins, too. You, I can, I'm going to say Seth Rollins because I think this, even in this Hell in a Cell match, it's not over because we're going to see the Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. We're going mm-hmm. to see that match. Whether that's going to be at Royal Rumble or that's going to be, matter of fact, it's not going to be at Royal Rumble. That's the match that's going to happen at WrestleMania. She's coming out of retirement. Yeah. All right. Um, next up, we got Zelina Vega. Do they really retire, though? Not, nobody ever really retires. Yeah. Uh, Zelina Vega going against, I believe it's going to be Shayna Baszler, right? For the Queen's Crown Tournament Final? Mm, not yet. Okay, so it's going to be Shayna Baszler or Dewdrop against Zelina. Um, I it's going to be Dewdrop. It's going to be, yeah, I was just about to say. It's not going to be Shayna. I think I don't know why. wins it and... I think because they want to put, again, good vibes. Yeah. They want to have good vibes. The good guy wins. Yeah. And I don't know if she's like even going overseas. I don't know if she's going over there. Who? Shane. Oh. Is it Basler or Basler? I think it's Basler. It's Basler, My bad. Anyway. Um, next up, King of the Ring Tournament Finals. Finn Balor versus either Jinder Mahal or Xavier Woods. Finn Balor. I think it's going to be Xavier Woods that he goes against, and I think Finn Balor wins. Yeah. Same here. But I'm all for a Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods match. I wouldn't be mad if Xavier Woods won either. I wouldn't either, but I just don't think that's what's going to happen, sir. King Balor. Anyway, no holds barred match. Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley. I'm going to say Bobby Lashley just because I don't like Goldberg. I'm going Bobby Lashley just because I think it's going to be Bobby Lashley because it doesn't make any sense for Goldberg to win. It just doesn't. Feel good vibes, bro. No, it doesn't make any sense, sir. It just doesn't. It, I mean, it, at the end of the day, you got to put this dude back on TV. And you can't put him back on TV losing to Goldberg. True. All right, WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre's last shot at the WWE Championship before going to SmackDown. Going against Big E. Big E. Big E. I think we're both in agreement there. Alright. Uh, WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. RK Bro defends against AJ Styles and almost. RK Bro. AJ Styles and almost. RK Bro. I think this is when we see the breakup starting to happen between almost and AJ Styles. That's too soon. Don't do that to almost. No. Nope. Too green. I don't care. If he can't do it, I don't want him. Because look. That's their fault for backing themselves in this corner any damn way. Because you shouldn't have never put the damn titles on them. Mm. At the end of the day, AJ Styles should have been fighting for the the WWE title. Should have been holding the WWE title. Or something. And almost should have just been his muscle. Almost can't even do a fucking roundhouse. They call that shit a roundhouse. And it was just a front kick. Which pretty much all you have to do is just, just be Diesel. No, seriously though. That's it. You're a big guy with limited skills. Just be Diesel. 
Diesel used to put on some good matches. Kevin Nash was dope. Yeah. Kevin Nash doesn't get enough respect for being the big guy he was. His matches yeah. were entertaining. Mm-hmm. And he knew how to make shit happen in the short 15 minutes he would work. Because yeah. he didn't work really long. Matches, no. But he made the shit exciting. No, because he... And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, just be him. You know you limited, but you can put on entertaining matches. Yeah. And not wear a whole lot of clothes. You got a lot of clothes on in the ring, bro. You got a lot of clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker wear a trench coat down the ring. I'm like, dude, it's hot outside. It's summer. Why the fuck do you have this uh, damn desert? You better not wear that outside. Yeah, why, why, yeah, why do you have this damn Jeez. fucking pea coat on? And it's. And it's fucking. It's the, the, it's the fucking. Oh, it's the fucking summertime. Yeah, I don't understand that shit. Fucking rocking a pea coat. Why is this Pele so heavy? It's so mm-hmm. heavy, Pele. Right. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got triple threat uh, uh, title match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. I'm going to say Becky Lynch because, yeah. I'm going to say, actually, I'm going to say Sasha Banks. Ooh. I'm going to say Sasha Banks because I think come Monday... Bianca Belair is going to be the Raw Women's Champion. Ooh. And that leaves Charlotte chasing. Because why is Becky having a match with Sasha? To me, uh, maybe Sasha is turning back babyface, sort of, kind of. Getting to that mode. Yeah, that yeah, tweener mode. Thing. Yeah. A tweener. So, I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. Next match, sir. All right. Next match in the main event, Brock Lesnar. The Tribal Chief. Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief for the WWE Universal the, Championship. The ones. The ones. Yeah. We're the ones. We're the ones. They're black souls. They be throwing up the ones. Shit. Yep. Uh, yep. I'm going to go with Roman Reigns. Yeah. I think there was... My bad, I didn't say it. I thought it was a given. Yeah. Um, I think this is where Heyman establishes that he's part of the... the yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you're not going to drop the, uh, a white version of the t-shirt and put the ones on there and have Heyman on there and then all of a sudden this motherfucker turns on Roman. No. You're not going to do that. That's fucking up merchandising. Mm-hmm. And right now, them motherfuckers are getting paid. <laughs> that's the number one selling shirt and they don't want to admit that CM Punk had probably the number one selling shirt and they want to try to point to Cena but you motherfuckers are lying mm-hmm. because CM Punk already put you on blast Yeah. you didn't want that it's you wanted to suppress his sales but this dude is the number one seller but we all know that yeah you're not going to fuck up the tribal chief. You got too much going on right now. The story is still too good. And guess what? This motherfucker has been champion for over 400 days. And I'm not tired of it yet. Are you tired of it? Because I'm not. I'm not tired of Roman being the universal champion. There's no fucking can hold this title until I'm tired of this shit. And yet, I'm not tired of it. Because it's been entertaining. Yes, am I waiting for that one person to come? And knock this motherfucker off? Oh yeah, I know. Right, but who? because when that when that happens, it got to be special. 
which is why we were so pissed off and mad about them feeding the Demon King to Roman Reigns. Because how can you feed this version of Finn Balor to Roman? Because mm. now, what if Finn comes back? What if you do some goofy shit? Finn comes back, he wins King of the Ring and shit like that. And reestablishes himself. And then you have Roman lose to Finn Balor. Regular Finn Balor. Mm. Then what does the fucking mean? Right. This is just WWE booking themselves in the corner all over again. Mm -hmm. They should have left that door open. Close that door. But this is not me talking about a bad or ugly. That's just me finishing up whatever transgressions I have about that shit. Let it out. (laughs) Yeah. Let it out. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like I said, I'm going to go back to this. I'm not tired of Roman being the universal champion. So... I don't foresee, because if I'm not tired of it, as a hardcore fan, and you're not tired of it, as a hardcore fan, like huh? they're going to have him beat, what's the name, record of holding the belt anyway. Uh, CM Punk. Punk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know that. And, and he's going to beat it next month. Like, I mean, what, CM Punk's is 434? Yeah, he's beating that. Yeah. But, and I, but I'm okay with it because... It's not like you're forcing it. If you were forcing it, then I have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. But you're not forcing it, which is why I don't have a problem with it. So, I'm good with it. Um, and that's it, man, for that lineup. I mean, what, do you, what grade do you already, what preliminary grade would you give it? My expectations are an average show. I don't think there's going to be anything that, like, is a five-star match. WWE rarely ever puts on a five-star match. Right. Rarely ever. I can't remember the last time they did. The only one I can really point back to. Um, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. Yep. Mankind, Undertaker, and the Hell in a Cell. Yeah, that was five-star. Five yeah, that was five-star. That was five-star. Um, I would I would give it to... Um, Shawn Michaels and Chris Jericho at WrestleMania. That was good. Even Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. That was pretty good. I wouldn't say five star. Probably more four. Three and a half to four. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure there probably was a five star match. I mean, at the end of the day, WWE put on so many matches. Right, they have so much going on there. Yeah, it's kind of hard to really pinpoint, but we do know those iconic matches. I mean, if we're, do NXT count? Because if NXT counts, oh, yeah, Pete Sasha Dunn. Banks and Bailey. Yeah, Sasha Banks, Bailey. I was just thinking about that Pete match Dunn. the other day, how that was yeah, like yeah. the perfect fucking wrestling yeah, yeah. match. Pete Dunn and Tyler, um, Tyler Bate. That was a five star. Yo, Enzo didn't lie when he said that NXT was the first AEW. It really was. It really was. No, he wasn't lying. Because that was another sign that hey, people will pay for you know yeah, for NDS storylines yeah. and fucking good ass wrestling in the ring. Mm-hmm. People were captivated by this shit, yeah. and it's just couldn't you can't see that shit. Nope, which is why NXT ratings have gone down. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that because I, I don't watch it, so I feel like it's not really fair. I can't watch that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. The dude said about it, about it again. I'm like, you got it. Who's writing this? A 60 year old man doesn't need to be writing the reboot of NXT. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. And they were supposed to just freshen it up. There's no freshening. Triple H. I won't say the There's no freshening when a guy tells another dude in a promo, bite it, bite it. It's just there's no fresh. Then I said that when we were younger, sir. Yeah. No grown ass twenty seven year old man should be ready mm-hmm. to fight a dude telling him he bought it, bought it. My no. son is my son is about to be eighteen years old. And I don't even think he knows what bought it bought it <laughs> was. I don't even know if he, he didn't even say is. He said was. I don't even know if he even heard the song. Or the term. Yeah. Cause nobody so why says are we that. doing it? Why are we doing it now? No, just wrong. When he said it the first time, that first episode, I said, "Oh boy, this this is going in the wrong direction yeah. already." Yeah. Who is writing this? Yeah. All um, we needed was Conan out there. No. Because the wolf back is body, 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 body. Nope, nope. Because this is where we just got to wrap this shit up now. Nope. Because we, hey, we're going to hold up the tent. Don't turn your back I, on no, the wolf no, no, Don't do it. Up in a body bag. Oh, shit. Quick walk on these bodies. Don't do it, man. Listen. <laughs> Yo. They want to play. Man, Yo. hold on, man. Let's just wrap this up. <laughs> we can finish this conversation another day. Because we've been over this over an hour right now. So be sure to check out 1559 oh, the content. Be sure to rate and subscribe review to the podcast. Find us on any type of podcast platform you choose to use. Just type in 1559. You can find podcasts such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop and Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flows, Learn the Truth. And if you just go to our site, 1559.com, and you click on Wrestling Roundtable, and you see the Amazon banner, go and click it. Go support the site. You go on Amazon from there and purchase something. We would greatly appreciate it. And with that said, it is me, Mr. The Pearl. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, 